I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello, everybody, and welcome into another episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. Uh, I, I, Sunny is not here, and that's why I'm incompetently doing the intro. Uh, Sunny got home from uh, his job at UPS and decided that Yu-Gi-Oh! sucks, actually, and he doesn't want to talk about it anymore. Uh, so instead, I have someone who plays it uh, more often than both of us combined. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Trisha, Trisha Latifi uh, is back. <laughs> let, let me go check my let me let me go check my hours on steam real quick for Yu-Gi-Oh master duel yeah. uh let me go. let's see uh, four thousand something on the main account uh, that doesn't even count my alts i have 29 alts uh that i go on they all have at least 10 hours i think i have i have ten thousand uh experience on dueling book but my my hours in master duel i'm oh only gosh. i'm only at 140 so i have played literally a 40th of the amount of master duel that you have <laughs> <laughs> i am so happy for you oh, thank you I, I I'm so glad you don't have to get maxied every single day of your life. Yes, just only about five of them actually. <laughs> uh. Now that uh, now that we've gotten our Yu-Gi-Oh uh, hours <laughs> canceled, <laughs> that, that's the Yu-Gi-Oh section of the I, of the podcast. I, I love that this is just gonna this should just be a perennial thing. Every month we could just be like, hey, what's the master duel hours at? And Sunny is gonna say twelve, and I'm gonna say like two hundred, and you're gonna say twelve thousand, and uh, that's just the basic. Basically. So before we get into <laughs> meat, potatoes, games, uh, I've got some sponsors to thank, and hopefully I remember all of them because this is usually Sonny's job. Uh, so firstly, a huge shout out to all of our sponsors. So uh, ETB Games, and uh, I, I immediately have forgotten what the other game store is. Uh, Sonny will put, put it in post. Uh, <laughs> but for our, I don't live in Louisiana. I don't this is going so well. Um, it's going great. 
but I do remember all of our other sponsors, so huge shout out to Dragon Shield. Uh, they make fantastic sleeves and other products as well. They've got some cool Christmas stuff that's up. Uh, shout outs to Tier Zero. I think they're still doing their like clean out sales. You might be able to get some bits and pieces there. Uh, and they also have okay. Alien Smashers pre-orders up. Uh, shout outs to Grimoire TCG. I've got their fantastic cloth here. Fantastic. Uh, super pretty. Uh, I really love them. I used it at the charity event. Uh, God, it's been so long since I've played Dino, and it's too much fun. Uh, as well, shout outs to uh, TCG Player. We've got an affiliate link and gem accessories. And we actually do have a new sponsor. Uh, shout outs to Chainlink Accessories. Um, we will have a link in the description, code TOPCUT5 for 5% off. Um, they've worked with some amazing artists. They've worked with Henry Magenta and Crush Cards, I believe. Uh, and they've also worked with um, uh, Vincent Graphics Arts, if you've ever seen them on Twitter. Um, super fantastic stuff. Uh, there's a fantastic artwork up there right now. There's a wall flag that I'm seriously considering uh, of uh, Dia Bellstar holding, like, rescue ace fire hydrants like hose <laughs> and spraying everybody down it's beautiful uh so definitely go check them out they've got playmats field centers their jinzo field center is like ten dollars right now uh the mat is also like i think 15 so super cheap if you want that so that's all in the description and as always a huge shout out to all of our patrons who keep this place uh going and keep the lights on literally uh keeping the ring light on that i've got going on over here and keeping me constantly out of breath from the torturous laughter. <laughs> yep, you've got me. I, I don't think I've survived a single patron name reading so far. Yeah, it's been it's been one hell of a ride. Um, but, uh, I, I will. I'll, there's one actually that we can't read that I will send to you later. Oh no! Uh, somebody, oh, no. somebody went. Uh, somebody went a little bit too ham. Uh, oh <laughs> man! So. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> that they we read the one that was about me but um the yours is a little too crazy so oh no on that note content uh so i guess just a little bit of Yu-Gi-Oh news uh so tcg um the fire king structure deck is now out uh for those who are not aware release events are happening this weekend so if you're hearing this on friday uh check your local ots's and see um uh, this deck is going to be very good uh, it gets much better post another level one i don't know do you know much about the the fire king stuff i don't know if oh gosh i know it's good um i haven't started testing with it yet uh i it's it's funny because i was um i i've, I've been talking with a lot of people uh because i'm going to be playing in the 3v3 ycs's um in las vegas for sure i think I think Costa Rica maybe as well. Uh, more on that later. Um, but the, those cards are expected to be very, very good for those events. So I'm starting to get into like that research development kind of phase of like testing and prepping for events. Uh, you know, like two months in advance as as you do. Um, <laughs> but I, I know the Fire King deck is doing very well in OCG at the moment. So I know that it's like meant to be good. I just don't know like if we're missing anything still. Uh, I personally love destroying cards. Uh, where it's like I think I think impact wise, it's going to be very good out the gate. Uh, certainly not the best deck, but it's absolutely playable either as the Snake Eye version or the Dogmatica version. But uh, come Phantom Nightmare, we get uh, the Poplis. I think is what it's called, the little Snake Eye mm. one guy that just adds Ponix. Uh, the little, the little, oh, the little tiny. So it, it turns the Snake Eye engine into Ponix more directly. It gets you more advantage. 
Um, oh, is that is that what it is? It really, the it's a little nasty after that, just because of how consistent it is. Because uh, right now it's a little weird. Okay. Um, there's also uh, there was a manga promo for Fire King that was revealed like yesterday. That's also in. Yeah. Yeah, the the um, the girl, right? Like they they once again, you know, made a good anime girl card. Uh, as as uh, we played the game, we know how this works. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of anime girls, do you want to talk about the new card? By the way, yes, that was just revealed. So we got like we got like twelve cards, I think, over the last two days. Really, this is the only one that matters. Uh, oil is kind of funny. It adds back to fires, I think. That, it's like salvage. Yeah, it, it, it's literally salvage from, from fire monsters, and they're like 20 years late on it. <laughs> yep. I love that. I love that. They're like, you. nobody is playing these cards, but you do get to have them. Uh, yeah. I don't know, do you have it pulled up? Do you want to read it? Or I can, because I've got it here. Um, I... Uh, why don't why don't you start because I don't have it pulled up. I just know what yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> for, this is the this is the main new card that you should be looking at. Although there's a couple, we might talk about them next week. There's a couple that are like that have some interesting applications, but are not crazy. This one is a card that could see a lot of play. So this is a Moon of the Closed Sky. Uh, the artwork it's basically mini Underworld Goddess. Um, so it's Link to Light Fiend effects, 1200 attack. Uh, Arrows are pointing to the top and then to the top right. Most of the time, it doesn't matter, but in this case, it does. And it's just any two effect monsters, so it's super generic. Uh, you can target one face-up monster, uh, one face-up opponent's monster. This card points to this turn. If you link summon a link five monster using this card, you control as material. You can also use that opponent's monster as material, and then that's a hard once per turn. Uh, it's it's very telegraphed, but the effect is very strong. I, I, I've seen it. I've yeah. seen people have takes from all the way from this card sucks and nobody is going to play it to this is like an insane extra deck staple and everyone is going to play it. And I don't I don't know that both. I don't think either of those are true. It's hard. It's, yeah, it's yeah. I, I I I kind of agree with you. I think it's somewhere in the middle. You know, like. I, I can do I can do the sunny thing because he's not here. I can fill in. Um, so in Dragon Link, this card has a very cool application because you play a Link Five monster, and unlike and there's only one other Link Five monster that anybody plays that's not Underworld Goddess, and it's Borland. Uh, um, this is, uh, this is uh, Firewall Dragon, uh, Dark Fluid, Neo Tempest, Terahertz. Uh, oh yeah, uh, true, true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me and all my homies hate cyber sticks. <laughs> the Dotscaper's just a cute little guy. Come on. Oh, he uh, he's so he is so. I want to kick him so bad. Yeah, I don't know. I think <laughs> just so, punt him into the next like universe. Yep. I think so. The main interaction here is is if you make Underworld Goddess and then you target an opponent's monster with this, you can use two of your opponent's monsters to make it. And because your monster is a link two, you can just use this link two one of your monsters and then two of your opponent's monsters to make the goddess if you go into this first i think that obviously is very strong and it means that any three monsters basically turns into super poly uh <laughs> you just make this in something <laughs> yeah but pretty much this card is basically a walking target please get rid of me now so that you don't have to deal with it later um i i, I feel like it is strong but it's like dedicated extra deck space you have to also be playing the goddess and have the space to play the goddess it's only good going second yeah. 
you can't like IP this. It's not a quick effect. So you can't be like end on this and prevent your opponent from summoning to the zones. Also, your opponent has to play into the zones, which is tricky to do because I think it's both the Geonator Transversor Zone and an Anima Zone. <laughs> uh like there's a... i think so i i it's top and top right right top and top right so for your opponent yeah so it's gonna be their left side yep because if you mm -hmm. if you summon it if you summon it to yeah EMZ, yeah right it's gonna be the two left arrows and then if you summon it to your left emz it's gonna be their middle zone and then their the one in front of it one in, the one directly in front so yeah, so this is like something that um, uh, I guess I can like bring up for like the little competitive knowledge is um, for so all of the cards that you ever care about with zone placement, um, there's one thing in common with all of them. None of them can touch the zone closest to your deck. So if you ever have a monster that's like really, really important that you don't want to like get Geonator transversed or I don't know, like this carded or anima or whatever, you just put that monster closest to your deck and it's so safe. They can never touch it. Um, so that's like one of those really like hyper niche micro plays that you can make that will just insulate you like you know just in case your opponent plays those cards like i always do that always 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 whatever my most important card is goes in the bottom right that's, the bottom right. that's some uh, that's some deep cut knowledge for y'all so i i think uh i don't know it's it's very hard to evaluate so i guess we'll find out it, it also depends on like how good the removal is uh and also like targeting an opponent's monster they have to be in that zone it has to be a monster that can't like clear itself from the field so that you're no longer on that effect it can be like yeah this is good for like forcing effects out i feel like if you're making a link to you would probably rather just make like a charmer or a nightmare or something but probably there's there's something here and importantly if we get other rank or rank fives shout outs to palladies uh if we get other link fives um, then, then this gets a little... Shout out to Pallades, the only rank 5 monster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I the only one. I've never heard of Artifact Durand all my life. I don't know what Cyber Dragon Infinity is. <laughs> uh, actually, Infinity's not even a rank 5. You just make it with 5s uh, to make Nova. Yeah, but Nova's the 5, Nova's right? The yeah. See, it's, it's, yeah. I actually don't know any other rank 5s. That's crazy. Shout out to um, Chronomaly Vendata. There's Tyrus, uh, right? Tyrus, yep, Tyrus, and Tyrus. yep, and the the dark one. Uh, Adreus, Adreus is the dark one, I think. Okay. But there's Tyrus and Dark One. Tyrus, I know this. Tyrus and Dark One. <laughs> well, yep. Inside of you are two wolves. Tyrus and the Dark One. Uh, <laughs> okay. They both came in a collector's tin from like 2011. True. Okay, that's enough for for Moon of the Closed Sky, I think. Um, I think so. Oh, uh, there's one other. So one other tiny piece of Yu-Gi-Oh news before we just start talking about the game awards. I think. Um, <laughs> so I'm have, so excited for that part. Yeah, so we do have. I love on our Yu-Gi-Oh podcast. We're so excited to not talk about Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, the best. The uh, the last piece is that we did get the art for um, uh, the Battles of Legends Volume One set. So this is kind of like the Legendary Duelist Volume One, Two, and Three. Okay. The information we already knew. Uh, so we know that Galaxy Eyes Photon Lord is finally getting a reprint here, uh, so it doesn't have to be $80 anymore. And uh, Chaos Emperor, the Dragon of Armageddon, the prize card from the Armageddon set, is finally getting a reprint. Let's go! <laughs> it's 
finally not that card is also finally not going to be like fifty dollars for no reason uh yep. i believe zeus is in it i might be wrong about that oh, okay and then uh Ubel is getting a reprint uh that was revealed by the artwork and that is important because uh the Ubel support is in phantom nightmare so Ubel was getting really expensive believe it or not it does not have very many printings they're all very old uh so it's it's good that that konami was on the ball for this one and they're making sure that Ubel's getting a reprint close to phantom nightmare release uh I found that Konami is actually really good about that too, like with reprinting cards like right around when you're going to need them. Most of the time. I think when they don't do it is when they miss when something is going to be good. So for example, yeah. Unchained. I think if, yep. if they had the foresight that Unchained was going to be like a tier one meta threat that uh, or, and are like the best deck in some pockets of the format over that six months, um, <laughs> they would have been like, <laughs> hey there's an ots pack let's print rage and abominations prison uh but abominations prison still moves between like 15 and 25 bucks and rage is still like between 6 and 15 depending on how good people think rescue ace is um so (laughs) (laughs) that's that's what happens you're so not wrong about that oh damn like wait rescue ace is going to be top top deck uh, okay, uh, we need to sell all of our Unchained stuff. It's going down. Oh, no, actually, sorry, guys, it's tier. Okay, we need to sell it even more. Nope, Unchained is back, baby. All right, uh, Abomination's Prison to the Moon. Um, so uh, the last the fun, the last funny thing about the set is that they're reprinting the Astral Language Utopia. Uh, uh, huh? I, I know. I, I don't know how I feel about that. Because I'm, I'm somebody who's like reprint everything into the ground power to the people but i think that approach only works best if you don't touch the collector stuff because that's yeah keeps everything else cheap for everybody is having that high-end collector value stuff uh yeah i don't have a problem with doing different rarities of it so if it's like an ultra rare astral language sure but like i feel like it does kind of dilute the value of having those collector's items when you do it that way so but it is i think it's very funny so i mean yeah i mean it's interesting right like interesting for sure um i i don't know if we were gonna talk about this too but we have master duel news um as well sorry i forgot i only have 140 hours i'm not up to date (laughs) it's okay um do do you want me to like uh take take the rain on this this is your territory go for it true so um if you're unaware if you play Yu-Gi-Oh! master duel uh we did just get uh, a couple new packs um there's a new selection pack which introduced um manadium into the game finally they don't have all their cards but they do have um some of their you know like their base stuff um and we also got the despia support so we have quem now we have uh lulu waif and we also finally got the Albion Sanctifier. So Puppet Lock is back on the menu um, because Expulsion has been banned for quite a while. Uh, I think the TCG actually we we lost that card forever ago. They did. Um, it was before the it was before the Mega Tins because I remember they yeah. they banned it and then they reprinted it in the Tins, which was very funny. Yeah. Um, uh, also, Trivi Karma as well uh, is in the game finally. Um, so tier tier players, you know, they get something because <laughs> tier is in the worst shape possible. Like in Master Duel, it's so bad. Um, 
Vicious Astroloud also came. Um, but the thing that I'm excited about is Bestial Dispatter uh, is finally in the game. So Dragon Link has even more toys in the format where they they their only hits is Chaos Space and Quick Launch to two. Yeah, <laughs> they love they're like, no, okay, we actually have to hit Dragon Link. So Chaos Space and, and Quick Launch to two. Still very, very, very good. Yep. Here's this pattern. And also, on the off chance you want to play them, here's all the dragon rulers. <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> yep. Yeah, all the dragon rulers are back. If you really want to um, that, go for it. They also put out. So, yeah. the, the thing that I've seen people do with the the rulers and it's it, like the deck is not good but it's very funny is they're doing the tomahawk turbo deck but another card yep. that came out is uh, ringo worm is is in the game yeah and ringo worm is a card that didn't like really have a home in the tcg but it turns out it's home in, <laughs> in master duel is with the freaking rulers because tomahawk yep. summons tokens <laughs> <laughs> yep it does um but funnily i've also seen it um pop up in a few like punk piles and potentially in Dragon Link too. I think I had one Dragon Link opponent do it to me, because um, that's something I've messed around with. Uh, I never ended up doing it in the TCG because we lost Chaos Ruler by the time it came out. Yep. Um, but it, it is a really, really strong card to hit off of Chaos Ruler because obviously you've already Synchro Summoned. So if you mill it, you just get a free like Baron or Dispatter, um, which is never bad. Uh, so so it's nice the it's around you know it's it's there um also they got the gate guardian cards which is very ah. very funny because I, i've queued into that a few times so i'm like oh i wonder what this deck does and then the answer is nothing and it's like oh that's really disappointing i really like those cards it's it's so funny because the fusions are like the fusions are kind of cracked like uh the the gate of wind and water is yep is is two spell trap negates is you can use this effect twice per turn the the it's not the water and thunder um the the gate guardians combined it, it, it's it's three negates for effects that target oh my which is insane uh, the other and the other ones do just a ton of damage but it's just the rest of the deck doesn't do anything <laughs> yeah i know it's... i have made my big guy <laughs> go yeah and yeah. If your cards don't target, you win. <laughs> so, <laughs> Although, uh, yeah. uh, the feature match, uh, the 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 Gate Guardian deck that won a feature match at YCS London was was very very funny. That was very hype. Uh, oh, absolutely! It's always great to see like rogue decks like just take it out of nowhere on feature matches. So that's uh, that's Master Duel, I guess. If you would like to play Monadium, uh, wait for another set. If you want to play Dragon Link, now is the time uh, or always. Is the absolutely. Time and uh, dc cup coming up next weekend stage one is started so make sure that you qualify so that you can grind for worlds if you want to go to the world championship and uh if you want to play gate cardian i'm very sorry uh okay so uh, that's <laughs> game enough. awards game awards that is enough about Yu-Gi-Oh. so the back half of this is going to be the game awards uh there's one announcement i know you were very excited about would you like to would you like to talk about uh, our lord and savior capcom Open world Monster Hunter is real. We got a new Monster Hunter game. Let's go. <laughs> I'm so excited. I was talking with my Twitch chat about this because we, so I, I, I hit Duelist level max for DC Cup stage one. Um, and I, I was playing like some meme deck, right? Like I, I, I was really down bad. I wasn't doing very well. So I queued a 60 card adventure Dragon Link Rose Dragon pile just for fun. And I went 11 and two. 
and I was I just like clicked. I was like, okay, I uh, guess I'm done with this. Um, but I, I was feeling kind of burnt out, a little bit tired, and I was like, somebody, and just coincidentally, somebody was like, oh, the Game Awards just started. Let's watch that. So we watched that for like three hours, and the whole time we were joking about a new Monster Hunter game because I'm a huge, huge Monster Hunter fan. Um, like. And 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 I'm also a big Persona fan. So there was a new Persona trailer um, in the the Game Awards. So that's where we started, is watching that. Um, and then the rest of the time we were joking. Every time a new game would come on screen, we'd be like, "Oh, Monster Hunter!" It's like, "Oh no, darn!" <laughs> but we all, nobody actually thought that there was going to be a Monster Hunter game. Like we were all joking about it. <laughs> and then the <laughs> very last reveal like we were, we were literally saying do we just end the stream like they're, they're not going to show anything like there's there's nothing worth showing like we all know Baldur's gate is getting game of the year like we all know this and then the capcom logo comes up on the screen and we're all like there's no way there's no way and we see the great sword like on the screen we see the dude riding in and we're like there is no way we just manifested this. <laughs> there is no way. Manifest destiny. What can we say? So my, I, I'm so happy. Oh yeah, I I haven't played much Monster Hunter. The most amount that I did play, my first exposure to the series was on 3DS, with uh. Oh, with those Hunter. those games were good. Monster Hunter Three. I played a lot of that on 3DS. Yep. But I haven't played Worlds yet. Uh, my little brother was a big Worlds fan for a long time. Oh, I'm so. gonna pill you on this game so hard. <laughs> I, I'm gonna pill you on this game so do, hard. Do I, not let me talk about I do, it. I do like me a good collectathon. Uh, I've heard it works out pretty well for that. Um, oh my so, gosh. So you the... mentioned new trailer for persona uh the persona 3 remake i'm very excited for that as well but uh the other atlas rpg looks really pretty as well it's the true metaphor refantasio or whatever the the name of it is so i yeah something like that i remember um i it, it was really funny on the stream because i was like oh is this a fantasy game and then the title card was it's a, it's a fantasy. I'm like, there's no way. <laughs> like, Atlas knows what they're doing. It's Atlas, but it's a fantasy game. Well, so there was... Um, the, this was originally... They released a bunch of like trailers for this, I think, called Project Re-Fantasy. And, yeah, and yeah. nobody knew what they were, and there was like no word on this forever. And then they finally put this out. This, to me, is really cool, because I think a lot of... I am somebody who comes from the Shin Megami Tensei side of the... Yep. the <laughs> I literally, in the other room, I just got from Video Games Plus for Black Friday, the Fall of Man Collector's Edition for Shin Megami Tensei 5, because they had it half off. Uh, comes with a very cute um, uh, Jack Frost bag, which is really nice. Um, but Jack Frost. The, um, uh, this, to me, feels like it is a game that fits between the two. It feels like it's Shin Megami yeah. Tensei themes with persona aesthetics and that to me is <laughs> you're, 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 you're right up the alley is exactly what i'm looking for uh exactly so, and I, I think this is the first new ip they've done since Catherine, right it's been a long time it's been a long time yeah so so i'm i'm excited to see where that turns out uh what else did i care about from the game awards uh Oh, um, if, if you need a minute to think about that, I I know what I'm also okay. very excited me, for, other than Monster next, Hunter. Give me the next, give me the next big thing. Let's hear it. Jurassic Park Survive. Uh, that actually, game. Yeah, it looks cool. 
<laughs> I, I have wanted that exact game since I was like nine years old. I was the eighth person to follow the Twitter account when it was revealed. I was literally like the eighth person to click follow. I was like 30th on like the YouTube. I was on that. I was on it so fast. As a dinosaur enjoyer, I got to agree. This is like having like a like a Resident Evil type like survival horror jurassic park game sounds like the perfect way to use the franchise i feel like so good it's, it's a way and the the trailer the trailer was such like i'm a huge jurassic park fan i think we talked about this um a couple a couple podcast episodes ago like but like it was just so packed with like film references and stuff like it was just so so packed it was such a love letter to like people who care about like jurassic park that like i know that they're gonna like do this justice like i i, I already have faith true so uh sega did uh a funny oh, like, yeah. thing where they're like actually we're we're making five games bozos <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> where, you think we don't make games we're making five of them and personally i'm excited for uh i don't know if it's going to be a remake uh, i don't think the trailer is very clear or if it's a new game but uh jet set radio uh yeah <laughs> just radio, radio future uh incredible soundtracks extremely cool experience and uh we just haven't had anything from the franchise in like a decade so i'm very excited Literally. if it's a remake a remaster i'm in if it's a new game thank you very much but i'll, I'll take anything at this point <laughs> yeah i the vibe i got from the trailer was that it was like remasters of all of their like big famous like games because they they had the crazy taxi segment too that was the one that i was like yeah that's the one i was like oh man like i I want this i played way too much of that on the gamecube i played so much crazy taxi uh such a good game there's also uh what's i can't even remember the name of the franchise it's arthur uh i don't remember it arthur um i'm no i'm mixing up characters completely i'm i'm thinking of arthur from uh ghouls and goblins like the kid show like the pbs no, show not the pbs show. <laughs> no. i'm thinking marvel versus capcom 3 arthur uh, oh, that's not, oh that's not what this is it's something completely different uh there were some superhero games revealed um i think suicide squad is getting a game um i, I could not care less i was i was hoping that that was your territory and you would jump on that but like i i'm not I, I big on superheroes i've heard i've heard yeah. that batman arkham asylum games are really good uh, i just i i've heard yeah. spider-man is fantastic i just can't i, I just can't do it anymore uh, too many superheroes i i i agree although I, <laughs> I know there are people who are excited for blade so kudos shout out to you yeah yeah, my Twitch chat seemed really excited for that, and I was just so confused because the trailer was just him getting a haircut, a- and I was like, <laughs> I was like, what? And my chat was freaking out. So, I'm like, huh? I think there are probably tons of trailers that we might see, and as people who are like not fans of our franchise, we're like, this doesn't make any sense. But like with Monster yep. Hunter, you immediately saw the like the rider. And like, literally, I know what this is. There's so for the Blade people, that was probably, literally that's probably what that was was just the some immediate recognition of something that just we don't have the context for. Uh, yeah, I feel like um, I feel like I got that with the God of War because um, they're getting a free, free expansion. That's a yeah, free DLC. Yeah, it's just such a W. Like I love when like game studios do that. It's like, hey, thanks for enjoying this game. We've just done something for you guys. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I guess here's here's a question because I saw this come up on Twitter. 
do you care about the awards at all? Are you just interested in the reveals? Is the award stuff interesting? Or do you just want to know what I the have, stuff is? Like, I have never in my life watched an award show. <laughs> ever. Okay. And it was more that I had nothing, like, this was just, going on. Just, the Game Awards just happened to be on after you it, Rose Dragon. Literally. And then, like, I saw that they were doing, like, game reveals and stuff. And it's like, oh, stick around for this. But, like, I think that there's an element that's, like, fun for me of, like, guessing who's going to get the awards. Because, mm. um, like, there, there were a few moments where I'm like, oh, you know, um, I, the one that sticks out to me was, like, the best ongoing game. And it was a bunch of, like, live service games like Genshin, Fortnite, stuff like that. Yeah. And randomly Cyberpunk was in there. And I was like, oh, that's funny. And Cyberpunk then won the award. And I, w I, I audibly was just like, like, I just like yelled out. I was like, what? Because <laughs> like, it's not a, it's not a live service game. <laughs> it is, it is. Yeah, it, it is kind of weird. And I mean, it, I think it, it, because of all the memes that happened when it was released about like the game being like super buggy and very unfinished, it kind of like morphed into a live service game with all the updates. So maybe that's why they yeah. qualified. Is because they had to issue so many patches <laughs> that they essentially became a live service game. I got it. Must have. <laughs> Maybe. Um, Must have. But I, I just thought it was so funny when it beat Fortnite, especially with Fortnite dropping like Lego Fortnite. Yeah, here's all of this. Which is apparently really good. And also we're yeah, like a bit... no awards. <laughs> Very cool. I, I, I have not played Fortnite in my life, but I have played a lot of the Lego games, so... I, uh, I, it's, I'm in the same boat. I'm right there with you. I feel like such a boomer. But like, you hit me with that Lego Star Wars. Oh my god! That's now I'm in. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I also I, so I mean, game of the year, Baldur's Gate three. I haven't played it yet, but my twin brother and my little brother have told me that I have to. So I will probably be playing it sometime this month. Uh, yeah. I need to go. I need to go through and play it too. There's... Um. Because oh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, there's there's too much good stuff now. I can't, yeah, I can't play everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad with Baldur's Gate because I feel like because the early access I think came out three years ago, like two or three years ago, mm -hmm. and I remember I got that day one, and I was playing it day one, and I was so excited. And I was trying to like stream it to my Twitch community, and no one cared. And I tried again a year later. A full year or two later, and I was like, because I had like grown quite a bit on Twitch. I was like, all right, guys, we're gonna do Baldur's Gate. We're gonna take a break from Yu-Gi-Oh. And again, nobody cared. And now my Twitch chat will not shut up about asking me to play Baldur's Gate, and I am so hey, Trish. mad. Hey, Trish, can What's you up? can you turn off Master Duel? Can you go play Baldur's Gate? Uh... <laughs> Uh, so like, I guess the last thing I can think of to ask is: Is there anything that you wanted to see at at this year's Game Awards that 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 didn't show up? Was there anything you were hoping for a reveal for that 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 has no news at all? This is one thing that I saw in the chat: Everybody wanted Titanfall three, uh, mm. and I, I I don't have much experience with that franchise. Um, uh, most of the stuff that I follow already got their reveals. Uh, uh, Professor Layton. Uh, revealed the trailer for the, the new Professor Layton game uh, coming in 2025, which was very sad. So we both we both have to at least make it to 2025. Uh, so you can play Monster Hunter, and then I can play uh, Professor Layton. Absolutely. Anything that any is there any franchise that you're like nothing has happened in a while? I want it back. 
I mean, I'll, I guess I'll use this as a segue um, okay. for something that I thought was funny because not really like, you know, the only games that I was like, I ever anticipate are Persona and Monster Hunter. Those are the only games I care about. Oh, and I got both so this of them. was great for you. And then, <laughs> this was perfect. And then I got the like Jurassic Park, like as a cherry on top. And I was, I, I'm over the moon tonight. Um, so I am so up, but, um, you know, I'm also like a really big fallout fan or at least was, um, uh, so, so like four and 76 did some damage to you then I'm hurting so bad, um, but like, so we got the Amazon show, which is cool. Um, we got the little Todd Howard, like spotlight cameo on in the, in this, uh, game awards. Um, but the thing that like just stands out the most in my mind more than anything else was in the middle of the game awards. Like it was about at exactly the halfway point. There was a commercial for Starfield and I don't think Starfield won any awards all night and it had fought and it was a commercial like showing all of their perfect scores and everything. And just like a little title card that said, we're so proud of the whole gaming industry and we want to thank all of the other creators and blah 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 after like they just like flex all of their like perfect scores on their game that then proceeded to win no awards at all <laughs> i was just laughing so hard yeah i was like there's no way you did this i've heard people talking about starfield as like the most mid bethesda game and it's like a yeah changed the formula in quite a while i can't really say much i haven't played it um I'm not just like a super. I've played it a little of, bit. I'm not a super huge fan of like open world exploration stuff. I don't know if it's just me. Like I, I could never really get into Skyrim. I never really got into Breath of the Wild. Um, I did, uh, I did play some Fallout New Vegas. That's the, that's the Fallout game I have the most experience with. I watched my twin brother play a lot. Of best one. That's the best one. That's, that's literally the best game ever. It is. Uh, I, my twin brother has an unbelievable amount of hours in that game on, on, on i i believe that i fully believe that but no no you're you're right like it is the most mid bethesda game i feel like because i don't know like i i i really wanted to like like starfield but something just feels off playing that game and it's not even that they haven't changed up the formula in a while it's just like it doesn't feel like Bethesda put their best foot forward. Like it doesn't even feel like they were trying with the game, which feels so weird because it's like quote unquote open world, but it's like not like the open world is it's closer to no man's sky than it is to a Bethesda game Got where it. it's just like you go to a menu and you click on in a planet and the whole planet is procedurally generated. And there's like two procedurally generated dungeons. And you have to walk like an absurd amount of time across empty, boring terrain to get to it. And yeah, it just doesn't make sense. Because Bethesda, the thing that was cool about Bethesda games is everything was handcrafted with love. And there was always something around another corner for you to go find. Yeah. And it is just not like that in that game. I hope that's not uh, a, a trend because I know Elder Scrolls Six will come eventually, and Skyrim. I think the reason yeah. it's lasted so long is because of exactly that, where there is something new around every corner. There's uh, there's a book about the Argonian Maid uh, on one hand, <laughs> you have, and then you have a you have like a incredible quests to just around the corner on the other. So, I uh, I think oh, oh the last thing that I was excited about I can't believe I forgot about this 
So the creator of Inscription uh, is part oh. of another game, uh, Pony Island 2. Uh, hmm. So Inscription, if you haven't played it, it might be something to put on your list. Uh, it's fantastic game. It is. It, have you played Inscription? Yeah, yeah. I actually, I really like uh, that game. I had to, I had, um, to, I had to tiptoe around Sonny because I didn't want to spoil him about stuff if he had an experience. <laughs> There is a Yu-Gi-Oh! reference if you're interested in playing the game. Um, a really surprising Yu-Gi-Oh! reference that is uh, just comes out of nowhere. But I might have actually missed that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's. Um, it's towards the end of the game. Um, it's towards like at the very, very end of the game. Um, there's a huge Yu-Gi-Oh! like like love section because it, it kind of like like Inscription is a huge love letter to card games in general. So, like, every card game that, like, has any kind of merit gets some kind of love and attention, like, uh, well, the, in that the, game. The second area of the game is basically, like, the Pokemon trading card yeah. game, the GBA game. They're the GBC yeah. game. So that's, that, it's, it pulls, like, a whole bunch from that. I must have totally missed the Yu-Gi-Oh thing as I was going through. It, I was so just, like... It, what the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to spoil it for the people listening. Like, I'll tell you after the podcast. Like, if you want to know, like, I'll tell you. But, um, like, yeah. On that note, I think that is probably a good place to to wrap it up for the evening. Uh, so, as always, I will read the names that you horrible people have uh, have given me to read. Oh, no. Uh, uh, so. I'll, I'll brace myself. A huge, I don't know that there's that much that's different since the last time you heard these. There are a couple of good ones. Um uh, okay, the person uh, the person changed theirs. <laughs> oh no! Okay, I'll, I'll, let you, oh, no. I'll, I'll tell you what it was after. Okay, so uh, thank you as always to always second time wizard. Uh, terrible. <laughs> okay, so. uh, Zypherus, uh at the one epilogue. Big stinky ding dongs. Hostess of the Yang Zing. Give me some more. Druggussy Konami. HZH Cyber, John Leal, Mountain Man, Oatmeal Spaghetti, Owen Alvarado, Pistol Plays Pendulums, Silver Hope, Skyhawk Over the Beatles. Uh, so, so if you don't know what this is, so this is, this is before your time. Uh, Sonny uh, had an argument with one of his friends that he then posed to me, so now I guess I have to pose it to you. Uh, okay. Who is a better band, Shine Down or the Beatles? I don't even know who Shinedown is. So okay, I'm just gonna go with the Beatles. Fair. I like I like the Beatles. Okay, <laughs> like I'm a Beatles fan. That's that's fair. So th- th- <laughs> this caused some havoc. So now it's Skyhawk oh, no. over the Beatles instead of Shinedown over the Beatles. Uh, GGYGO is on Team Shinedown. Uh, uh, okay. So uh, understanding and reading are two different things. Virtually Savior's World, Vsauce, Star Frosting, D's Nuts, uh, Wind Up Carriers, and Fatal Mighty. <laughs> Aaron Gardner, Alexander Chan, Asami, Ashless Chaps, Atsuyo, Simp of the Silver Castle, Blackwing, Silverwind, the Ascendant is the best Floodgate, Blue Eyes is best Copium, Boxwine, Chubby Ninja, Come On and Get Your Game On, Dragon Maidenless Behavior, Ice Jade will win a YCS before Swo Swo. Uh, I don't know. I will see about that. <laughs> That's a Sunday Maybe. post. Uh, I'm about yeah. to... <laughs> I mean, listen you're about to what the, the cards are there the, the, the they they have a not once per turn rota it's gotta be good um i'm about to wreak a glamour tribute for cost these plant nuts in your mouth uh level four fire warrior gaming little stinky llama yama cam sarama max c pack old man red pin code one full three sinful spoils and do a barrel roll 
Thank you all very much for listening to today's episode. <laughs> I think that's a fitting patron name to end on. I said, I do, the Game Awards one, we're doing a barrel roll and we're getting yeah. it. Uh, I... Shoot. I, I put away... Wait, was this card pun? Do we, do we have card pun? I put away all of my Yu-Gi-Oh stuff, so you're going to get an improv... Uh, you know, I didn't actually have a card pun for today uh, because I was very unprepared, and I think that tracks. That is it, fair. It trap tracks. That's what you get for 10 seconds. All right, have a good night, everybody. <laughs> I hate it here. <laughs>Deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.